we are constantly chasing the gold stars, right? We're setting an unrealistic expectation for perfection that no one can live up to as lawyers. And then we are overachieving to compensate for that feeling over and over again. You are more than a lawyer. You are a powerhouse. Welcome to Powerhouse Lawyers. I'm your host, Erin Gurner, a former lawyer, wife, mom, entrepreneur, and coach. And I'm here to show you what's possible. So if you're ready, let's go. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I am Erin Gurner, your host. I'm so happy that you're here. So I found myself the other day um, engaging in my guilty pleasure, which is scrolling on people.com. I don't know if any, whatever your guilty scrolling pleasure is, tag me on social media and let me know. Um, but mine is people.com. What can I say? I love a little celebrity gossip. I mean, whatever. I'm nosy. What can I say? I'm a lawyer. Um, but anyway, I was scrolling through people.com the other day and I came across this article where Oprah was being interviewed. And she mentioned in this article that she's never experienced imposter syndrome. And I was like, what? So I had to pull up the article because the title was like, Oprah Winfrey says she's never experienced imposter syndrome. I'm like, what? That's impossible. Like, I don't know anyone who's never experienced imposter syndrome. And she goes on to say, and you know, in the article, like based on the way she was raised and she didn't get a lot of praise and maybe she always knew that she was capable. I don't know. Clearly, Oprah's a unicorn. She's done all of these incredible things. I mean, she's like the goat in marketing and television and big ticket sales. And I mean, she's just Oprah, right? Like she's done all these big things. So maybe she's a unicorn. But I say all that to be like, I really, truly think that she's the exception to the rule because I don't know really anybody who has never experienced imposter syndrome. I mean, this company, Powerhouse Lawyers, this everything, this podcast almost was hindered by imposter syndrome. I want to tell you all this story before we get into the topic of today, which clearly is imposter syndrome. But I just want to tell you all this story and how literally this company and powerhouse lawyers almost never existed um, because I let the fear that I was an imposter and not good enough and um, almost stop me from actually living out my purpose and doing what I was, you know, what God called me to do. So a couple years ago, uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe three-ish at this point, a little over three, when I had decided that I wanted to move into the coaching world, I was working with a mentor. And um, I say this um, not to disparage coaches. I mean, obviously, I'm a coach. Um, I just think that you need to do your homework. And this was very much a learning lesson for me um, because there's a lot of amazing coaches, um, but there are also a lot of coaches that maybe aren't a fit for you. So, but I didn't know what I didn't know. And this one was also a lawyer. And I was just so eager to learn and so ready to step out into this world of coaching and start this online business and my brand that I was like, let's go. And dove in with her lots of red flags. Um, but it ended up when I started actually starting my business and doing all this kind of stuff, things just kind of fell apart. She ended up questioning my integrity and it just ended up being like not a very positive situation. And so I'm a baby coach, really don't know like technically really what I'm doing. I don't have a huge book of clients. And I am like, I can't do this. Like my mind is telling me that I am not good enough to do this. She clearly doesn't think I'm good enough to do this, which we know that other people's opinions don't matter. But in this instance, it was just feeding into that fear of like, 
I can't do this. Like, who am I to coach anybody? Like this woman thinks that I'm an imposter. I clearly am an imposter, luckily. And I know that she is an angel and God put her in my life at the exact right time at the exact, for the exact reason, another mentor came into my life. And we will talk about mentors later in the podcast about how they can help you overcome imposter syndrome. But she was very much instrumental in that for me. And holding up a mirror in front of my face and asking Aaron, is that really true? Is that really true? The feelings that you are having, the fact that you think that you are not qualified, the thing that, you know, that you're going to be found out as an imposter, is that really true? No, it's not really true, right? And it just sometimes takes a mentor to somebody for somebody to put the mirror in front of your face and reflect it back to you so you can start you know, having compassion and grace for those feelings, knowing that they're normal, but then using them to take action in spite of and not be derailed by that. So that is my imposter syndrome story. And I just read that article and I thought, you know what? We need to talk about imposter syndrome because I know for a fact that women, especially female lawyers, are almost resoundingly crippled by imposter syndrome in some way, shape, or form. It is this, you know, imposter syndrome, you know what that feeling is. I mean, let's define it, right? So what do they say imposter syndrome is? Like, what is the definition? That persistent feeling of self-doubt and fear of being exposed as a fraud, right? Like if everyone just knew they would have me disbarred, or I would never have a license, or who am I to do that? Like if they just found out the entire house of cards would fall. Maybe you feel like that right now. Like maybe that feeling is coming up for you right now. Maybe you're in a job transition. Maybe you're in a life transition. Maybe you know that that feeling has held you back in the past, or you maybe are listening into this podcast at the exact right time because You don't want to let the feelings of imposter syndrome hold you back from the vision of your life and for taking and for taking action. Because despite all of our accomplishments, we still think that we're not good enough and we have to train our brains to start thinking otherwise, right? So what are the some characteristics of imposter syndrome? I just defined it for you. It's that persistent feeling of self-doubt that you're going to be found out as an imposter, as a fraud, despite capable and being capable and having achievements proving otherwise. You also doubt yourself. That is a huge, huge part of it. It's like I said a minute ago, like I cannot tell you how many lawyers have been like, I'm just shocked I haven't been disbarred. They've been practicing law for 20 years, right? Like they know that they shouldn't be disbarred, but they still have the story in their head that if someone really found out truthfully that I quote unquote, didn't know what I was doing, I wouldn't be here. And it's that fear of exposure and being um, exposed as a fraud. And also coupled with this is this overachievement trap. We are constantly chasing the gold stars, right? We're setting an unrealistic expectation for perfection that no one can live up to as lawyers. And then we are overachieving to compensate for that feeling over and over again. That's what that gold star chasing thing is. We're also constantly comparing ourselves to everybody else, what everybody else is doing in the law office, what they're doing in the firm, what your other people from law school are doing, what other people in society are doing, what people on TikTok are doing, what people on Instagram are doing, what, right? Like it just goes on and on and on and on. I'm not supposed to be here. All these other people know what they're doing. I don't. That unrealistic 
level of perfection. And also coupled with that is the inability to ask for help. Does that sound familiar? That if I ask for help and that if I somehow admit out loud that I don't know all the things and that I don't know how to do all of the things, then I really will be found out as a fraud. And all of that combined leads to nothing but anxiety, stress, burnout. It's not healthy to live that way. In fact, it's holding you back from living your dream life. If you are constantly telling yourself, despite evidence to the contrary, that you are not good enough, that you are a fraud, that everybody else is better than you, that you are never going to be perfect, which, oh, by the way, you're never going to be, this just starts to manifest itself in your life in not a positive way. You, Your relationships are probably struggling. You're probably struggling at work. You're not sleeping. I have a feeling it's probably manifesting into like other health problems, physical illness, migraines, um, adrenal fatigue, so many things. So can you relate with those? I mean, I can. And I just want you guys to know, listening to that, that it's, these are not unusual feelings. Like I said, I don't know anybody apparently other than Oprah who has never felt these feelings before, but it's what we do with them instead and maybe understanding a little bit of where they come from, right? So I said lawyers are much more prone to this. And you may be thinking, why is that, Erin? Like, why are we extra prone to imposter syndrome? I mean, we are very smart. We're super educated. We have these, you know, prestigious jobs. Well, it's all really tied in to that, isn't it? Because since the very beginning, since we were kids, it's always sit up straight, be perfect, make good grades, go to the right school, go to the right college, make the right friends, wear wear the right outfit, be perfect, do this, et cetera, et cetera. So we start attaching our worth to achievements in life, making that mean something about us. So if we're not achieving and we're not accomplishing, then we don't mean anything, then we're irrelevant. Then you get yourself into law school where it's perfection or perish. You do not make mistakes. It is hyper-competitive. Everyone is watching. You cannot ask for help. There is no weakness. Oh, and by the way, they don't actually teach you how to practice law. So then they throw you out into the real world of the legal profession, which is ready to eat you alive, full of more competitiveness, more unhuman or inhuman levels of perfection and expectations. All of these things rolled into one. So now you have these incredibly capable and smart lawyers who absolutely do not believe in themselves, who are walking around an office every single day, just waiting for the house of cards to fall, for them to get fired, for them to make a mistake, for a partner to blow up at them, for a case to be lost, for a client to be lost. They're literally just waiting on these things to happen because they just don't feel like they are capable of of accomplishing this, which is not true. And then you're not asking questions, right? Because it's that part of you that's like, well, if I go in there and ask a question, then they're really going to know that I don't know what I'm talking about. Can you see how we do this to ourselves and we end up in this I mean, it is a vicious, vicious cycle. So what else about the law makes imposter syndrome that much more relevant for us? I already mentioned the competitiveness of the profession, the inhumane levels of perfection that are required. 
coupled with the long hours and the stress that we are working under. Oh, and by the way, a lot of the law is actually subjective. So there's like different arguments and that just feeds into this whole not being sure, right? Because then you're like, oh, well, I don't know if that's the right argument. It could be this. It could be that. You can just see how this just feeds into a level of unsureness that can literally just keep you stuck in your life thinking, this is all I'm capable of. I can't want more. I can't change because this is it. Who am I to want that? Who is Aaron to want to be a coach? You've never coached anybody before, Aaron. Who are you to want to do that? You're a complete impossible, right? What makes you qualified? These are the stories that we're telling ourselves that we have to start to unwind. Because while these feelings are totally normal, we need to be able to become aware of them and then to flip them and actually use them as fuel instead of self-sabotage. So let's get into a couple of easy, practical ways we can start to combat imposter syndrome. But before we do that, I just want you to ask yourself, like based on what I've just talked about and all of these feelings and characteristics and doubt and perfection, like what, how is this showing up in your life for you right now? Professionally, personally, spiritually, financially, Whatever that is, how is that showing up for you in your life? I want you to give that a really intentional and an honest look and really become aware of that. Because once we bring things to the light, then we can actually start to do something about it. And maybe you're in a point where you hadn't really thought that all of these feelings and all of these things that are going on in your head were actually causing you to behave and show up in a certain way. But that's a beautiful thing about a podcast. That's a beautiful thing about investing in yourself. That is the great thing about just pouring into self-care is that you never know when you're going to hear something that's just going to totally change your perspective on the way you've been thinking, on the way you've been showing up, and maybe offer you a new way to do that. And also to tell you that there's nothing wrong with you. You're not crazy, but there is a different and better way, right? So um, what can we do to combat this and move forward and learn to really essentially coach ourselves? That is what I tell my clients. When they leave me, I want them to be able to become a coach for themselves, right? Because after they leave me, they're going to need to be able to, and that's the goal, right? When you work with a coach and then you, then you move on to the next stage, right? Whatever is life is going to keep happening outside of that container. So how are you going to continue to show up, right? With the tools and the tactics and everything that you have learned. Okay. So let's talk about some practical tips on how we can combat imposter syndrome. The first of which being obviously awareness, the things we bring to light, then we can do something about, right? Like once we know better, we do better. And that goes for all of those nasty, like self-talk. We can flip that into positive affirmations, into positive talk and asking yourself, is this really true? Really just acknowledging the thoughts and not beating yourself up about it or thinking that there's anything wrong. Just letting them come to mind and come up to the surface so then we can actually start picking them apart, dealing with this and moving on. Self-reflection is another huge thing. I tell all of my clients to make themselves a powerhouse list. Go and make a list of all of the things that make you a badass in life, in law, in finances, spiritually, whatever it is, get your journal out and just make 
a list, do a brain dump, keep it next to your bed and keep adding to it. Add the small wins, the big wins, everything. And when you are doubting yourself, when you are not sure, I want you to go back and I want you to pull out that journal. I want you to read what makes you a powerhouse and remind yourself of that. Self-reflection is huge. Set realistic expectations. That is another huge thing. We have set completely unrealistic expectations for ourselves that no one can live up to. Simple, small, sustainable changes over time is what leads to massive change. So when we set realistic expectations for ourselves, we can actually start building confidence by meeting small goals and building your confidence over time. Mentorship and community that is huge. There is no better way to realize who the heck you are and what you are capable of is that to get yourself in a room with other like-minded professionals who are doing what you want, who are going where you want to go. And do not be afraid to seek out or to hire a coach and invest in yourself. Obviously, do your homework. You can sign up for a discovery call, a breakthrough call on my website, eringuerner.com. If you think that maybe we could be a fit, let's have a chat and we can discuss that offline. But if that's something that will really help you have accountability, that is what a great coach does is, is not trying to completely overhaul your life. A great coach is really helping you get on the same page of where you want to go. Accomplishing your goals is an advocate, a mirror, a perspective changer, um, and is really there to support you in your growth journey. Professional development, keep investing in your own development as a professional. When you hone your craft, the more confidence you build. Compare less and learn from failure. Comparison is the thief of joy, my friends. It is the absolute thief of joy. You are on your own path. You are writing your own journey. What everybody else is doing to the side is none of your business. Keep your eyes straight forward, your eyes on the dash. Do not look in the rearview mirror. And guess what? It's called failing forward. We're all going to make mistakes. No one is perfect. I always ask the question, what can I learn from this? Let it sting for a minute and then ask yourself, what can you learn and how can you do better? Self-care is critical. I am a huge advocate of driving in the car in silence right now. That is the simplest form of self-care that I can advise to any lawyer who is listening to this right now. Turn off the radio and drive in silence. Be quiet with your thoughts. Let yourself think. Relax. Be silent for 10 minutes while you're driving to school or to pick up the kids or drop off at soccer or whatever it is. What are things that bring you joy? Start doing those things again. Find hobbies, hang out with your girlfriends, laugh, dance, play with your kids. Start to bring joy back into your life so you can get out of this negative self-talk. And lastly, and I think most importantly, is celebrating the small wins along the way. That is huge. We are terrible at doing that. But the more we celebrate small wins along the way and giving yourselves a small pat on the back, that is building small confidence. You are keeping promises to yourself. You are showing yourself that you can do that. And that builds up the confidence to keep going. So imposter syndrome, ladies, we've all felt it. It's there, but that is okay. We're going to all channel our inner Oprah after this podcast. We're all channeling our inner Oprah from here on out. Not that an imposter syndrome is not going to pop up, but what I want you to do is use these practical tools to start rewriting that story. And in spite 
of those feelings, you are going to continue to show up and take action. And by habitually doing and engaging in some of these practical tools like self-care and mentorship and investing in yourself, these type things, that is going to build your confidence. So when those feelings do come up and when you're stepping into a new level, you're going to be able to coach yourself to the other side of that and still continue to take action in a positive way. So we are all channeling our inner Oprah this week. Tag me on social media, say Oprah, slide into my DMs, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. But before we leave, I want to share a quick Legally Blonde moment with you. This is also an old story, but this is an, this is an oldie but a goodie. This is an oldie but a goodie. Let's see. How many years ago is this? I don't even know. They all blend together. We have a huge extended family. Like the Brady Bunch has nothing on us. My husband's family, we are like roll 30 deep out here in the country. There are so many of us. Everyone has been married, has a couple kids, all this kind of stuff. We are, we define blended family. So when my brother-in-law was getting married to his now wife. We had all rented this beautiful house out in the country in Texas. And there were probably 30 of us out there. It was on like a little lake. And um, Carrie, his new-to-be bride, her parents were out there. I mean, everyone. So they're all down by the lake. And it was like a decline, just a slight decline. I mean, it wasn't like it was a mountain or anything. I mean, we're in Texas, for God's sakes. So I have my glass of wine. And everybody is standing on the porch. And then there's a huge group of people down by the lake, like on the dock. So I've got my glass of wine. And I thought it looked really cute, too. I was walking, walking, walking. And (laughs) I stepped in a hole. And you know when gravity starts to take over, you just have to duck and roll. Like, that's just what happens. If you fight it, it's going to be ugly. You just have to really duck and roll. And that is what I did. And I fell and rolled. I mean, Honestly, it looked like it was planned all the way down this hill. I had stuff. I had grass in my hair. I had it all in my sweater. One of my shoes fell off, but I still had my glass of wine and I didn't spill any. So I just want everyone to know (laughs) that despite being massively uncoordinated, I held on to that glass of wine. My family still tells that story to this day. And by the way, everyone stood there. Did not ask me if I was okay. They stood there and laughed at me. So that's how we are rolling in our blended family. No one's offering you a hand. They're standing there laughing at you, but it's a damn good thing you saved that glass of wine. So, all right, powerhouses, I'll see you next week. Appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for listening into the Powerhouse Lawyers podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you catch your podcasts. If you loved this episode, I would be so honored if you left a review. And because I know you are the type of woman who wants to see other women win, be sure to share this episode with someone who needs it. By sharing it, you are empowering a fellow sister in the law to know that she is not alone, that there is nothing wrong with her, and that she can build a life and career that she loves. Thank you. See you next week.